morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And we are in James chapter 1. We're going to be looking at verse 23 through 25 this morning. So let's jump right in to Scripture. Got a, got a good one. I, I love the book of James. Probably one of my favorite New Testament books. Um, I love his teaching style. Again, James is the half-brother of Jesus. He didn't believe. He didn't even believe Jesus was the Messiah until after Jesus died. And it was when he rose again. His resurrection is what had such an impact on him. He's like, oh, okay, hold on a second. My brother, who I grew up with, he really is more than just a man. So I, I just love his, his directness in this. He's, he's similar to Paul in his teachings. He's very, very similar to Paul. He's, um, he's not afraid to offend for the sake of truth, okay? And Christians shouldn't be. Christians should not be afraid to offend for the sake of God's integrity and the image of God, okay? So we should stand firm on truth, and that's what James does, and that's why I love it so much. So he's got a really good analogy here, and we're not in verse 21 and 22. Uh, it's 23 through 25. forgot to change that. So we get an analogy, and what James is doing is he's talking about being hearers of the word and not doers of the word. He says you, you should be a hearer of the truth, but you should also be a doer of the truth, because if you only hear... It's pointless. There, there's, nothing, there's nothing there. And we're going to see later on when we get to chapter 2, James is going to say faith without works is not really faith. There's, no, there's not really faith there. Works must follow. Our actions and how we live must follow what we say we believe with our mouth. So verse 23 says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away, and that, and at once he forgets what he was like. Okay, so let me ask you this. So when you get up in the morning, right, your hair is kind of a mess, you're real groggy, you look like you're still asleep, you're kind of awake, you're kind of not, and you go and you look in the mirror. Why do you do that? Why, why do you take a glance in the mirror? Most people do. Well, the reason you're looking in the mirror is you want to see what is going on and what you need to do to tidy things up, right? That's, that's your goal for looking in the mirror. If you go to the mirror and you look and then you don't care and do nothing about what you're, you know, how you're looking and what you need to do to tidy your face up, Right, fix your hair, brush your teeth, whatever, throw water on your face, wash your face. If you don't do anything, then what was the point in even looking in the mirror? You might as well not even look in the mirror. There's there's no point in it. Okay? And that's that's the idea that James is giving us here. Okay? It, you're like you're like a man. If if you only hear the word and you don't do the word, then you're like someone who goes and looks in the mirror and then turns his head and completely ignores or forgets or just does nothing about what you look like in the mirror. So therefore, there's no point in looking in the mirror. You either embrace the word and the actions that should follow, 
or you just don't even embrace the word at all. So if you're not going to act on what you see in God's word, don't waste your time reading it. It's not good enough to just read God's word and know about it. You must act on God's word, okay? Otherwise, there's no point in reading it. If your life and your actions are not going to follow, then just don't waste your time, right? That's the point that James is making. Now, he continues on in verse 25, and he says, But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is what a Christian does. Okay, now, scholars... Most all scholars believe that this perfect law, he's not talking so much about the Old Testament law, okay? Because James is, is writing to all Christians. Most likely, he's the majority of what he's thinking of is he's writing to Jewish Christians, people who know the old law. They, they learned it in their early years. So we don't think that he's really talking about that, especially the way he describes it, the law of liberty and perseverance, okay? We believe that he's talking about the, the fulfillment of the law, which is Jesus Christ, right? Jesus didn't abolish the old law, the Old Testament law. He completed it in its fullness and fulfilled it and gave proper understanding of it, okay? Well, what is that then? What is that completeness, okay? Well, Jesus tells us when he's asked what the most important law is, he says to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others. Likewise, follows that one. Okay, two greatest commandments, right? That is the perfect law. All of the law and the prophets are summed up in that. Okay, that is the foundation of the law of liberty, as he says here. Okay, freedom. The law of perseverance, all right? And when we hear that law, that our, we're supposed to love God more than anything else, and then we don't do it, then we can't call ourselves a Christian, essentially. You're like a man looking in the mirror, seeing the perfect law, and then doing nothing about it, right? Or looking, looking at how you look, looking at your face, and doing nothing about it. Not living like you're, you're reading or you're seeing, right? So love God with all your heart means to put him first means to be obedient to him and his word. If he says something is wrong, we don't approve of it. We don't live that lifestyle. If he says something is good, we do our best to live that way and act that way and treat people that way. That is the law that we're talking about. It's the law of Christ. And so it's not enough to just know that. We must live that. And James is really going to push this point moving forward. And it's so important that Christians understand this. It's not enough to know or even to just say we believe. Our actions must follow what we say with our mouth, okay? Actions flow from what's in the heart and fulfills faith. All right, thank you for joining me this morning. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. At the end of the day, seek first the kingdom of God, a relationship with God, greatest commandment. Take care, stay blessed. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye. Thank you.